Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Dave Neal here, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News. It is Monday, the Monday after Easter, April 10th, 2023. Oh boy, we've got some storylines here. Michelle Young has been announced, threatened to quit The Bachelor if they didn't address this storyline. We're going to get into that. Plus, we've got Cassie Randolph on a podcast talking about her mental health, a Love is Blind story, and so much more on Bachelor Rush Hour. having a fantastic monday did you go back to work today did you steal all of your kids peeps remember peeps what do they do with the peeps are essentially what twinkies aren't they just like stale twinkies it's like made out of the same marshmallow without the filling how about that how about a peeps and a um, twinkie merger wouldn't that be nice all right yeah let's get into this we got a lot to get to today uh, first story, and this is a breaking news story, so we're going to probably have it featured tomorrow on the podcast, on the YouTube channel, but right now we're just getting the headlines. The Bachelor's crisis over race runs deeper than its creator. And this isn't just some random screen rant story. This is in LA Times. And the story actually shows an ultimatum that Michelle Young gave. She said this, this was... Uh, uh, what she said. She said, you can't keep hurting a community of people in different cultures like this. Otherwise, I'm out. Michelle Young said, she told producers, it's exhausting. How are you guys going to take accountability? How are you going to move forward? And do you understand that moving forward means repairing? And then she also shared uh, on a podcast, on Two Black Girls, One Rose, and we'll get the audio for this, maybe for tomorrow's episode. It's just late breaking. She said, um, when it came to the controversy over Greer Blitzer's tweets, essentially defending a friend to had dressed in blackface, uh, you know, from several years ago, uh, Michelle ordered producers to deal with Greer Blitzer on air or she would step away. It was non-negotiable, she says. Hey, good for Michelle for sticking up for what she believes in. And in other dramatic news here, we've got uh, our featured clip, which I'm going to share for you last, which is The Bachelor's Gabby remains angry and hurt after Zach violated her privacy. Still getting over it all. She was on the Off the Vine podcast with Caitlin Bristow. So we will cover that story as well. And we got some other content to get to in the Bachelor world. Of course, it's never ending here. Gabby, Gabby, excuse me, Cassie Randolph was on The Squeeze, which is a podcast host, hosted by Taylor Lautner. Now, there are two Taylor Lautners that are celebrities, a man and a woman. And it turns out they married each other. Did you guys not know this? Taylor Lautner married Taylor Lautner. And this is one of the two Taylor Lautners interviewing Cassie Randolph. I'm just going to play a clip. You can go watch the full podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. But it's called Cassie Randolph being a private public person. They, they didn't have proper support from the show. Did How are you after... Yeah, I I mean, I'm lucky because I'm so close to my family. Yeah. And they were there for me. And that is huge. But it was definitely. I think looking back, I was so overwhelmed with things. I didn't even realize it in the moment. Yeah. Um, And it was it was <laughs> it was hard because I think it was just such a change. Yeah. And. I bet it's hard to like trying to process because like, like a huge part of like 
my story and my mental health struggles and working as a COVID nurse, like I, the first time Taylor brought, like asked me if I was like actually like doing okay, like mentally, I was like, oh, I don't know. And it took me a few months because I was like in the thick of it. And mm-hmm. there was just like no time to process because there was just I like, like, I listened to that part so, of your, <laughs> your episode. That is crazy though. I can't even imagine. Yeah. But I mean, I think so, similar when you get, when you're off the show, obviously different, but similar in the sense of processing things. Like if there's just so much like being simulated and I feel like that's why a lot of people Mm -hmm. like go out all the time or they are constantly like just scrolling through their phone or just trying to distract themselves. Like when you're, when you don't have time to process what's like being, what's going on. And of course, Cassie here has had several years to process the news that her boyfriend, of course, she had to get a uh, file a restraining order, a temporary restraining order against Colton Underwood. And then through that process, he comes out of the closet. She finds out, I think, through his agent that he's actually gay after they try to make their relationship work. Uh, a very fascinating story, but we've respected Cassie Randolph's privacy. And um, But, you know, she does public talk about guy. right here what it was like to go through a public breakup in the bachelor world how was that mentally for you because i we've had our wedding crashed by paparazzi and that was like rough for me but that was still like a happy time mm-hmm. how how did you like work oh, that would be that? hard too because you're planning this day and you want to be perfect too and then yeah that was like can you just stay in your lane it was, it was a little <laughs> rough that's why we have a uh, like a wedding trailer, like a little five second teaser that we haven't posted yet. Maybe we'll post it by the time this comes out. Who knows? But I want to see it. I'm just like holding on to it because I'm like mad that someone came and yeah ruined our special special time. day. Yeah. So, but it was beautiful what I saw. Of it, <laughs> Thank though. you. It looked fantastic. <laughs> yeah, the the photos that came out in the Vogue article yeah, you were amazing. A lot better than their. 10 mile, not really, but they're far away. They're 10 miles. <laughs> I don't think lenses Do reach that far. Like <laughs> it's like a really long lens. Oh boy. Uh, but how was that publicly going through that for you? Because obviously, like, there's everyone has an opinion and it's like something that is so personal, like, yeah. to you. I honestly am. A lot like you where I just like don't look at things that are out there or different comments on things or just tune it out if it gets brought up to me. And I don't like talking about it if it's negative. Um, So when I was going through that, I think it was really scary. Um, Just because I knew the situation, I knew what I had gone through with it and it was already hard going through it. But then having everyone who doesn't know me and um, all the speculation about it giving their own opinions on it was and of course what went down was during their breakup during Cassie and Colton's breakup uh, a lot of people were accusing Cassie of be of wanting fame and all these different things and what she has proven through her actions since then is that she didn't seek any of that she's got her own job and her own you know lifestyle she's got fashion and all these other things and they were wrong and their speculation was off and it's damaging to people's mental health to be grossly mischaracterized I'm going to have more from this conversation on YouTube probably tomorrow. There's just still a lot to sift through, so hang on tight for that. 
And before we get to our featured clip of the day, I wanted to share with you guys some behind behind the scenes content. I've got a Patreon. And if you don't know Patreon, it's a private membership community where you can share uh, uh, private tea or live streams or whatever. And I pretty much share unique content every day. You can subscribe for as little as $5 a month. We have a big community of uh, around two to 300 people. But uh, the other day I was doing a camera test and I aired it on the Patreon. It's a private 20 minute conversation. And I had received on, I believe, Friday night, a pretty passive-aggressive message from somebody. It was just passive-aggressive. It wasn't a troll trying to say crazy things. It was just a rude person. But in order to illustrate that to you guys, I'm trying my best to like lay out of the DMs when people don't necessarily come at me with, I don't know, grace or likability or any any of the basic things you would expect from someone you know, in any sort of platform. But um, I had my wife read the her comments and I responded with mine. Have a listen if you want to hear the full conversation talking about dealing with people in your DMs and sort of the side lifestyle of being a content creator. You can check that out on Patreon at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. But in the meantime, here's a quick clip for you before we get to today's featured content. All right, read it. Or you, read it from the. Or you read her, and I'll okay. read me. But read it like an asshole. You really should have researched. No, no, no. You really. N- I'm really. gonna read it in a neutral tone because that's probably the way she wrote it. Okay. You really should have researched your Dylan Mulvaney story. She's not an athlete at all. She's a beautiful model, singer, actress. Jenner's beef is Nike doesn't sponsors an actual transgender transgender olympic athlete just someone with a lot of killer buzz interesting no 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 my turn interesting can't research everything thanks for sharing kind of goes towards your credibility but thanks for sharing that it's not a high priority for you laugh face good luck i'm a little bummed out that i'm engaging with this i just felt for a first message from a stranger your opening line was a little cold i'm sorry you feel that way <laughs> I'm sorry you feel that way is the F you and then I and then I won't respectfully I don't know you and these types of comments put me in a hostile spot to be fair I needed five extra minutes on my podcast today because I was recording it early so I could take my elderly dog to the beach so yeah I missed coverage I uh, missed covering the depth of that headline just illustrating for you how it comes off off to do a set cheers your turn I'm just a listener, and I listen to a lot of your stuff. I enjoy it, but this one was off the mark, not intentionally. Sorry you don't when sorry you don't want listeners to point out when you might be a little off on a subject. As I said, good luck. Oh, sorry you don't want listeners to point out. Okay, so <laughs> I wanted to share that with you guys because it's almost like, and I've had people go like, "Oh, I've gotten way way more hateful comments in the DMs," and it's like it's. It's almost worse when it's someone who thinks they're right. When it's someone who's like, no, I like your content. I'm just, you know, and then sorry you don't want this feedback. It's like, no, you just farted in the elevator and then we're like, sorry, you know, you know what I mean? So anyway, I wanted to share that clip with you. You can go listen to the full conversation because it's actually pretty interesting because, of course, my wife doesn't want me to be reading people's DMs and I get that. I get that, but most are cool or normal or, you know, you can be critical, but also be like, hey, Dave, love the show. But like, it's like, this is just some random person who's like, I guess it's not a priority for you to have a good show. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, 
you know, everyone who listens, I guess in some cases, some people who listen just think they're perfect. And, and, you know, and you guys listen to the podcast from Friday or Thursday, whatever day it was. I just read a couple headlines from TMZ before we got into the main story. You know what I mean? We can't be perfect with everything. We're trying our best. I think we need to remember that for others out there. We are trying our best. And you know who tried their best and failed was Zach Shalcross on his season of The Bachelor. And Gabby's going to share her truth. Here's what she said on the Off the Vine podcast with Caitlin Bristow. The whole day, and I and I talked about this after the final rose as well. You know, people saw me all of a sudden like freak out um, and just like come unhinged. And you know, there was a lot that led up to that. And I think people also saw, you know, Zach's mood towards me change in that moment where he did show me that support. And there was a lot that went on, you know, behind the scenes that led to that moment. And it. It, it was difficult to watch that. Like we had so many positive, fun moments and that's what was shown. And, and I said that, um, I've said that before. And even, you know, at our dinner conversation, I said this to Zach at, after the final rose, but we had a really in-depth conversation about our insecurities, our healing journeys, how I've been to therapy. He was so supportive of that. He was so encouraging of that. Um, it was just like a really special moment that was not shown. Um, and unfortunately, you know, things go out of order sometimes. And in like some of those interviews, like I know who I am. And I think people saw me for me the entire season. And so for people to see this side of me, that's a seductress. Yeah. I don't know what the, <laughs> I was like, what is this? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know her. Um, so she's saying that some things were taken out of order, which we know happens. And of course, she could be sued for saying that. She says it very subtly. You know, things are taken out of order. Like, I'm a seductress. Like, what's this from? It could have literally been from anything. Uh, and, you know, of course, we uh, like to expose that. But some people have left comments saying, oh, my gosh, Gabby, get over it. What do you, you know, why are you still talking about this? Why are you milking the fame? A lot of people have left these types of comments. And it's like, look, she's on a podcast interview and she's just sharing her side of the story. She's sharing her truth, which she is allowed to do, and we are appreciative of that. Keep sharing. My friends deserve it. Oh, next clip here. All right. People that give you the feedback that you need versus the feedback that trolls are going to give you, like you don't want their feedback. You don't need their advice. You don't need these people that see a tiny glimpse of you. And for one week of fantasy suites, they give you like heat for a bit. That's you're you're not you know, they're not aligned with those people and their feedback, you know, like that's it. It doesn't matter, especially I love hearing you say I know who I am. I mean, you were you were in love with somebody. You were having a moment with somebody that you thought was your future partner in life. If you. Yeah, but Gabby signed up for this. She should have known what she was getting into. Good grief. You know what I mean? People are so, you know, uh, so, someone called me condescending today. No, I, and I, I like I like the, the, the community we have where people feel like I'm talking directly to them. But the truth is some folks are just mad out there. Why did she sign up for it? It's like, first of all, listen, Trisha, you you would crumble under the pressure if the Starbucks line was too long. So let's pretend like we haven't been in this situation and we wouldn't do better. You know what I mean? And I know he had told you he wanted to keep it private. Do you watching back where did you get a, um, some closure or any kind of moments where you were like, you know, 
I felt produced at times. He feels produced at times. He probably was told this. Or were you like, that was a private moment. You went against our word. No excuse. I'm not excusing because I yeah. I agreed with what you said at the, after the uh, final rose. What I think is difficult is that I think the repercussions of it, of exposing me on the level that he did, I wish that he had thought that through more. There is a way to have a conversation and say, I was intimate with someone this week or I was intimate in some form this week. But, and then Ariel's like, no, nah, it wasn't me. But of course, he already told Ariel they weren't going to bop. So, you know, everyone knew it was her. But yeah, I agree with her point that leave some uh, plausible deniability here. What hurt me was it wasn't just to Katie. It was to Jesse. It was to all of his interviews time and time again. I mean, how many times like I mean, I could play a drinking game with how many times it was said I had sex with Gabby, like using my name, which is. Yeah. Right. Oh, what? Watching it back, I was like, what? Like, are you kidding? Like, could we not leave like any room for imagination right. here? Like it was sex of any kind is off the table. Like, right. But it was just so explicit of what, what had happened and using my name time and time again, that hurt me. And that's what I was trying to address at after the final rose, because I, yeah, I knew that you know, the secret had been shared. I got, I got the gist of that based on his speech and, you know, my conversation with Katie afterwards, but I didn't know to the extent of what was shared. So I, I do want to give him some grace and understanding of, Hey, I understand there's pressure here. There's pressure to tell, you know, this secret you felt like you were holding and you probably felt like you were holding a secret more because you had all this pressure. Um, so I do recognize that. Um, Have you forgiven Zach at this point? I am not somebody that holds grudges. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love when there's a yes or no question and the person's like, here's the deal. So so clearly, but, but I respect what Gabby's about to say. Towards people, I don't hold resentment. I don't hold anger. Um, do I think I'm going to be like pals with Zach? No. Am I still angry and hurt? Absolutely. But Boy, what a tough position. Now, obviously, Gabby's in a tough position, but what a brutal position for everyone involved. Katie wants to stay friends with Gabby. Gabby needs to share her opinion, which is like, I got stiffed. I got raw. I got, uh, you know, shafted here. No pun intended, respectfully. And then Zach's trying to be like, Katie, come on. You're the one. I love you. And then, and then you know, obviously Katie's like, yeah, but my best friend banged you or you banged my best friend consensually right before we got proposed to. So like, you're going to owe me a couple extra vacations. He is going to hopefully marry one of my close friends and I plan to stay in Katie's life. And you know, for me to hold. I guess the question is: Does <laughs> does Gabby become a uh, a bridesmaid of Katie's, or maybe Gabby's the the ring the uh, the flower girl? Like how? Like what's her position in this whole wedding? Hate towards him and anger and resentment. I'm hoping I can let that go at some point, but I do think that at this point. Like, I still feel violated and I'm still getting over all of it. So I don't know if that answers your question, but it, it, do, it does not. It does. And I hope you know that that's so valid. Like you feeling that way 
and still feeling like actually that really hurt me and I still feel violated, I hope you know is extremely valid. You know, you have your own timeline. Nobody's expecting you to forgive and forget. And because you're friends with Katie, you can get past, you know, you're still allowed to have your own feelings. And on that note, obviously I had Zach and Katie on the podcast and I do love the the friendship between all the women. And I thought that was so important. And I do love that they showcased that. And we were able to say, see that through your social medias and and everything. But um, how hard is that supporting such a good friend with somebody that has hurt you, who you still feel hurt towards? Yeah. I mean, it's difficult because I only want what's best for Katie, but I don't think that Zach is a bad person. I don't think that he is a vindictive, mean person. I don't think he meant to hurt me. I think he just did because he cared. He wanted to save his relationship with Katie and that's the person he loves and he wants to spend his life with. And so I can't fault him for that. I'm upset and I'm disappointed. And I, you know, I have a lot of emotions and some of them don't necessarily have words, but I want the best for her. And so if he makes her happy and he respects her and he shows her, you know, love and he protects her, then I'm, I'm happy for them. And, you know, if I ever see that not happening, I'll be like, Katie, you need to walk away just like I would do with any one of my friends and whoever they're dating. That's a good friend. And, you know, it's interesting what happens with content creating when storylines have evolved and they've kind of, you know, had the nail in the coffin. With regards to Gabby's story and how she's dealing with Zach, you know, violating her trust, this and that, you know, you get you get a couple uh, chances to share your story on different podcasts and then it sort of goes away or dies down because, you know, everything that was said needed to be said and then everyone moved on. And that's exactly what's happening right now. But with Love is Blind, and again, if you are not caught up on the last, uh, I think, 11 episodes of Love is Blind. Maybe don't listen to this part because we are all caught up on our end and I'm going to be discussing it right now. But you've got this storyline that hasn't died and it's probably going to just ramp up until and probably after the live reunion special this Sunday. Uh, But we've got Jackie V. Marshall. Jackie and Marshall tried to make their relationship work and it ended horribly. And on the show that we watched on Friday night, if you caught the last episode, it appeared as though Jackie had not yet broken up with Marshall and she was seeing Josh. And of course, people are calling her a cheater and all these other things. Now, the relationship itself was messy. There was a lot of toxicity, bad communication, name calling, just not, not, not healthy, you know, ways to operate in a relationship. Am I surprised by this? No, they're contestants on a dumb dating show. And I'm you know, sick of the narrative that Netflix's Love is Blind is this holier-than-thou show. Like, it's got some sort of, you know what I mean? It kind of leans on this idea that it's got, like, morality because we don't, you know, we don't judge people for their looks, you know, all this and stuff. It's like, no. This show is as trashy as Bachelor or whatever Bravo show or Real Housewives. That's what. That's just what it is. People fall for each other, then they violate each other's trust. They're put into unwinnable situations in some cases where you fall for multiple people just by hearing their voice, and then you meet in person, and maybe the one you chose isn't the one you should have been with. In the real life, it's uh, solved a lot quicker. Probably could you know pr- the whole season probably could have been solved with one cocktail party, like. 
you find who you're attracted to, both physically, emotionally, can they hold a conversation? And then you try to make it work. But the show restricts the way that you cannot see each other physically. And that's supposed to be a virtue. But what it really does is it helps people create an idea of somebody that they can never live up to. And that, of course, is a recipe for drama and disaster. Well, now we've got uh, and I reported this on Saturday. So since our last podcast on YouTube, I shared the statement from Jackie where she essentially says the breakup scene that she had was filmed out of order or, or edited out of order. And she was actually broken up with Marshall before she ever decided to pursue something with Josh. And people don't believe that. They say, well, she said this out of her mouth and this and that. And we're going to find out probably on Sunday. We're going to find out when we watch the live reunion if her if she's full of crap or if she's got some truth to sort of her defense of herself and her actions. Either way, it's a fascinating uh, look into, you know, Americana culture, where it is. And also just, I laugh because, you know, I cover The Bachelor, but I laugh when I see Love is Blind and go, oh yeah, they're just like us. They're all toxic. And boy, my comments and DMs were insane. And I don't get riled up when it's when it's some random stranger telling me I have a garbage take. You know, that that's what pays the bills. That doesn't bother me. It's just so funny that people want to believe that given... Any given the situation of love is blind, if they were put in that situation, most people think that they would be the hero and not the villain. And it's like, I'm sorry to let you guys know. Statistically, a lot of us would be the villain. We don't know how we would act. we would act. I say in my video today, Dr. Diane Strakowski uses the analogy like we're all like uh, tea uh, in that we don't know our flavor until we're dropped in hot water and. Love is Blind in Bachelor, they put contestants in unwinnable situations so that you probably, it probably brings out the worst in all of us. And it's okay that Marshall and um, uh, Jackie didn't work out. And it's, of course, I mean, there's no defense of them being perfect. And But the idea where she, you know, if you check out my YouTube video from today, she accuses him of using a transphobic slur. She says she has the receipts from that. He denies it. This is fascinating and dramatic stuff going on out there. I don't even mean to say that in any sort of, um, I don't know, way where like, hey, these are heavy conversations that are about to go down. We're going to be covering it. And uh, the videos so far from our Love is Blind coverage have been going through the roof. A lot of people are talking about it. If you don't watch Love is Blind, I'll just keep you guys posted over here. And if you do, uh, let me know what you guys think. And of course, don't be a stranger if you want to join our live Sunday evening live stream. As soon as the show ends, we're going to go live and discuss it. You can join us over there on YouTube. Uh, but in the meantime, that's going to do it for us today. That gets us through all of our coverage. Don't forget, if you want to check my behind-the-scenes videos, go to patreon.com slash Dave Neal. And also, if you want to support us uh, through the act of sharing on your social media, you can share our podcast, screen grab it, and then tag some friends, share it with your friend groups on Facebook or Reddit or wherever the hell you share it. And last but not least, if you listen in your car, take a photo of the dashboard. Show us show us where you're listening. Tag me on Instagram, at Dean Eels, and I'd love to reshare it. Until tomorrow, that's going to do it for me. Everyone have a fantastic rest of your Monday. We'll have an American Idol update tomorrow when they get to the final 24s. Until then, I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.